David Addison, uh, really good to catch up with you here at uh, you, Autosport International 2017. And I wanted to catch you and talk all things British Rallycross, if I can, from a BARC mm. perspective. Obviously, a championship that uh, is coordinated and organised and run by the BARC. But you're heavily involved. We know you from, obviously, ITV4 and uh, the British Touring Car Championship, another BARC uh, mm. run uh, championship. But talk about British Rallycross. I mean, you do love it, I think, nearly just as much as you do your BT. Don't you? That's right, I change hats and I've been uh, fortunate to be involved in Globecast's TV production of British Rallycross this last year and I would say this wouldn't I but it's made great telly I think uh, and it's been a, a, a tremendous year for the championship because it's fair to say uh, and, and I think even the most ardent Rallycross fan would agree that it's been in the doldrums a little bit but um, now because the world championship has taken off so well and there's more attention and more cars being built some of those current generation uh, supercars have filtered down into the British championship uh, at an affordable or relatively affordable level. That in itself has given the championship fresh impetus. People watching the world championship want to go and get a fix of it in the UK, so that's helped spectators. But also, we've had this utter revelation this year in Dan Rook, who has won the championship, um, second year of rallycross, fresh into supercars, and everybody thought, well, you know, he might be fairly quick, but let's see how long it takes him to get up to speed. He finished second in the final at Croft in the first round. He won the next one at Lyddon. Uh, Mid-season, they went to Mas Mechelen in Belgium. He'd never been there before, and he won both days of the competition, but the, the A finals, the main final, both days. And he'd wrapped up the championship even before we got to the final round. And you think, pardon? Because exactly. up against him, people like Pat Duran, former champion, uh, Julian Godfrey, multiple former champion and others Kevin Proctor who's no slouch and has won many an event um, on the Grand Prix title himself and so you look at this and you think well actually not only has the championship been incredibly good and I'm, I'm speaking now of the supercars in isolation um, but actually we've just discovered this new British talent who with hopefully the budget behind him and another year he's, he's telling me earlier on uh, today Friday at the show that he's going to do another year in Britain and do a bit more learning um, he could well have a world championship at his feet because yeah. I'm not just saying this, it's not hyperbole. The guy is very, very good. I saw him at Lydon Hill and he was most impressive. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, again, and you touched on it, it sums up the way that British Rally Cross is going. It's definitely on the up. It has, mm, mm. as you said, been in the doldrums, but so much to look forward to. A few years ago, because I'm old enough to remember the days when, even before four wheel drive cars came along, uh, the British Rallycross Championship was a very simple split uh, I think it was two litres and so you had the less powerful cars battling and then you had the more powerful turbo escorts and Porsches and it was all a very simple existence and then of course Group B cars came into Rallycross when they were banned from rallying and pushed up the costs and not everybody could afford them and technology moved on and so your old one litre mini wasn't competitive and entry started to drop and that brought in other classes like stock hatch which were a lower cost way of coming into Rallycross but Although that got people out and racing, it almost fragmented it a bit because you had this plethora of categories all kind of doing the same similar thing. Whereas um, now you've got a very strong supercar element, you've got a very strong super national championship, MSA Super Nationals, which is that kind of subordinate level. And then, yes, okay, you have got the entry levels, but a Super 1600 and a BMW Mini are of a comparable pace. So for this year, they're going to run together. And the more cars you have on the track, the more action there is for the fans. And that's great. Yeah. And hopefully, as more supercars filter down, people might step up from a supernational. More supernationals are available. So the guys now in those feeder categories 
will hopefully move up to the Super National. And it might be, I don't know if this is a long-term plan, it could happen through natural wastage, but it could be that those feeder categories in the end just fizzle away and you go back to a, a, a sort of Class A, Class B, if you like, supercars, Super Nationals, um, and hopefully big grids in both. And ultimately, rallycross is such a spectacular sport. It certainly is, isn't it? You know, you, you, whether you're watching it as a, a fan on the bank or in the commentary booth or whatever it is, you, you know that if it's a good race, it'll leave you wanting more. And if it's a bad race, it doesn't matter because there's another one in three minutes. Exactly. And they don't last long. I say the turnaround. If anyone's never been to a rallycross meeting, they should go because it's non-stop. Absolutely. Non-stop. Absolutely. It really is fantastic. And from a, a driver's point of view, I mean, the, the, the buzz they must get, even in a... Again, I was talking earlier today at the show to guys from the retro rallycross championship the, the, the older cars and older drivers in some cases um, and speaking to Ray Morgan who's been rallycrossing since he was a wee lad um, and he says that, you know, the buzz you get is fantastic and even though the races are short no corner is the same two laps in a row no, because the, the, with it being mixed surface that top layer has always changed so you're always learning you're always discovering a fresh surface now imagine doing that with twiddly umping 100 horsepower behind you and seven others of a comparable pace around you and you sideways and there's a guy trying to tickle the back of your car and then you go from tarmac to the loose and you're bouncing in the air and you're trying to keep control of it um, it's no wonder that the drivers that do it then don't want to go anywhere else no exactly so it's great action for the drivers oh, the teams obviously for the spectators the drivers themselves the teams themselves they love a variety of venues to actually mm. go to throughout the season great to see Mondello back on yep. the calendar for 2017 it'll be fascinating won't it to see how the Saturday results match up against the Sunday results after a night down the boozer <laughs> um, and, and, and who was good on the Guinness and who wasn't I think you might have two rather different looking results sheets yeah. come the end of that weekend but it's, it will be good because it's a different track as you say for the championship and hopefully as well it will get some of the Irish contingent back into the British Championship, hopefully for that weekend, and they might come across to Pembroke because it's not that far relatively no. across the Irish Sea, and they might look at doing the whole championship, and another half a dozen cars will make it even more competitive. And they've got super national cars that could come and do it as well. So, um, the, the, yeah, it's, it's more than just... Uh, a British round at Mondello you know, the, the, there's a lot that could spin out of that yeah. which ultimately would all be to the benefit of the championship certainly will and you touched on Pembrae some changes there as well that the, the drivers the teams have got to get their heads around this season yeah there's going to be some changes to the circuit so that will give them an extra challenge um, and who knows what the future holds as well in terms of venues because we know that Silverstone will have a British round of the world championship uh, in 2018 and it would be great wouldn't it to see that being used more than once a year so it would be great to see the British championship go there as well so you're fully involved in 2017 hopefully no clashes with regard to the British Touring Car Championship well it's, it's fingers crossed for Rallycross at the moment um, because this weekend I think um, uh, there are discussions taking place as to who will be the production company for next year but if the incumbent keeps it I hope they'll keep me and if they don't I'll be very sorry because I really have enjoyed doing You've it. You've really enjoyed it and uh, I was going to yeah. say to anyone who's never been to a British Rallycross meeting at all what would your advice be? Get along to your nearest one base. Oh absolutely I mean, it. It, it, yeah I mean <laughs> Geographically, it's not as user-friendly as a touring car calendar. No, you've got you've Croft got in the northeast, you've got Lydman, Kent, you've got Pembrey in South Wales or Mondello Park. You know, there's nothing really in the Midlands no. yet, which is why I'm excited about the Silverstone yeah. uh, track being built. Um, either go to Croft in March for the season opener because it's a good circuit or go back there in October 21-22 weekend where you get two days because there's the British Championship Saturday and then the Grand Prix on the Sunday so it's getting on for 80 odd class races of rallycross um, supercars, super nationals so modified quick two wheel drive machinery the RX150 buggies there are Suzuki Swifts having their own championship and then the uh, mixture of the hot hatches and BMW minis all thrown in together so there's action all day long and there's the junior championship so you're seeing the stars of tomorrow 
So wrap up warm. Go and stand on the bank at Croft. You can see the whole circuit. Expect to get dusty. Expect to get dusty. A little bit chilly. Um, and be prepared to go wow. wow. And enjoy. David Addison, that's where we should leave it. Thank you so much. Right, thank Steve. you. Thank you.